Alrighty, welcome back to another episode of the Record Spinner Podcast. I hope you guys have enjoyed not only the break and this time down um, from, you know, hearing my voice every other week or every so often. I've enjoyed the break a little bit as well. Um, I have some amazing updates for you guys um, for the episode and just have a really cool story. Um that traces back to the love of music and how music can um, just inspire and and fucking just do amazing things with the mind, um, as well as with relationships to other humans. So I'm going to get into it um, really, really quickly here. This episode, episode number 50, big number five zero. They said we weren't going to make it past 10 episodes. And here we are quadrupling that number, uh, number 50. Um, I couldn't do it without all the help of everyone who's been on the show. I'm just going to run through a quick shout out. Ruby Goldsmoke, who's dropping a new album. Um, kudos to those guys. Uh, Marvel, Marvelous, um, Mar- Marvelous Beats. Um, that guy who uh, I recently talked to about his recent project that is um, upcoming. Uh, Ryan, the co-host, of course. Uh, Dalton, the co-host, of course. Uh, Bruce, the co-host. Um, I'm, I'm giving all these guys co-host credits, but, you know, it's uh, I, I couldn't do it without them. Uh, they've been an amazing community of, of, of support, of love and, and just understanding and knowledge. Uh, everything that they pr- provide to the show and to me personally, um, these guys are awesome. So a round of applause to all of you guys. I really, really mean this when I say it. I love you guys. <laughs> so without that, though, um, yeah, I want to I wanna go ahead and get into to some of the updates. One of the first things I want to talk about is this really awesome ass project that uh, that Travis hit me to. I think he's um, he's working on this. I think this is a part of his hr uh records i think this is a part of their umbrella i know that they have a foundation um i believe it's called hr music um foundation i'm going to pull it up here um uh yep it's called the uh home rule music and film preservation foundation i've donated to this uh foundation this awesome foundation i urge anyone under the sound of my voice to go and support this awesome foundation they are working on a project that is going to be absolutely bonkers. Um, the project is around the record label Black Fire. I've talked about them on the show numerous times. Uh, this record label was started by Jimmy Gray of uh, Washington D.C. in the Richmond area. Um, we kind of we're gonna lump these areas in now for uh, for sake of you know just clarity and keeping it simple. But uh, Jimmy Gray essentially was the go-between. He was the, the main guy for Strata East and a lot of their distribution um, to the Mid-Atlantic region. He took this he took this position, he took this responsibility and his passion, of course, for, for just black music in general and started a label with the help of some amazing musicians. And uh, this project is going to kind of detail how that whole label came to be. And I, when I tell you how excited, I'm so excited about this fucking project. Um, 
yeah, I'm not going to tell you how much I donated to the project, but I donated to the project and, and I'm super excited um, to to see the, the fruits of everyone's labor. I mean, Jamal Gray, who I've been talking to a little bit lately, uh, Charvis, uh, everyone has been doing an amazing job with putting this together and you guys have, yeah, all of my support, <laughs> all of it. Um, yeah, so I'm going to link the, um, the foundation page to this web or to this episode uh so don't worry if you you know can't remember that long name uh, i'll link it in, in the description of the show the other update is well the record spinner podcast has been on a kind of a hiatus we've been doing mostly interview shows as you guys have known um and supported i appreciate all of the support uh the show with bruce uh broke records for the for uh, listenership um, the show with Marvel also did very, very well. So I, I appreciate all of the love and support with that. A few things to note, though. You guys haven't been sharing, really. You guys haven't been subscribing. Um, and you guys have not been liking and or rating the podcast. I need you guys to do that. Pretty please. And I used to get a, I used to get super annoyed when I heard podcasters, some of my favorite podcasters say that about their podcast. It, it felt cheap. It felt like, OK, like, you know, I'm enjoying the storyline. I'm enjoying the, the, the knowledge or the the information that you're providing. But I'm not here to be, uh, you know, some type of, you know, monkey doing, you know, liking and subscribing and rating and all that stuff, sharing all that good stuff. But I get it now. As I mentioned a long, long time ago, the Record Spinner podcast was nominated for uh, an award. We applied for our first award for the show. Round of applause. Um, and we we had some trouble with that. The trouble with that was as as great as the numbers are, because the numbers are great, and I'm not going to get into the numbers and the numbers game. I don't like that game at all. It does look like the listenership has leveled off for the show. And this affects, you know, when I apply for awards and, and when I go for, you know, um, for for certain um, uh, credits or credentials or whatever. So I, I totally understand when people say that because it does play a big part on the back end, on the business side of the podcast. So I need you guys to support. I need you guys to do that. It's It doesn't cost to rate. It doesn't cost to like. It doesn't cost to follow or subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Do that. Just do it. I promise you guys, if you do it, I'm not going to come to you guys with the next step, which is, you know, the donate, the donate, the donate. You know, I'm not going to do that. I promise I won't do that. I won't come to you guys saying, hey, finance this project that I'm working on. If you guys can do this little this little task that I'm asking, which is rating, sharing, subscribing, liking, following, loving the podcast. Of course, with all that said, you can find the podcast at therecordspinner.com. That is my website where I'm still working on that forum that we talked about. Uh, Shout outs to Dalton for actually becoming a member of of said forum. Um, And so it's just me and him right now. But again, that forum is something that I'm taking super serious. I know we are super oversaturated with forums, especially in the vinyl community. However, we're about to add one more. So 
go check that out um i'm also writing a lot more lately uh I've, with all of the stuff that's been going on in my life i've you know felt um an inspiration of course to uh to go back to the pen and so uh, you'll see some articles on the web page too here shortly you can find those at the blog page um the 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 other update is actually a really really cool one uh, i think you guys will like this a lot so i know you guys recall me being extremely anti video and and showcasing the the records via video and doing the whole video audio podcast setup that has become so commonplace i'm an old school guy i'm very straight to the point i do all of the back end stuff myself so with that said i like to keep it simple stupid you know uh, so audio is way it's it's a one track thing all i have to do is edit the audio with video, of course, it's a lot more intricate. It's a lot more nuanced. I'm the only guy who's doing the engineering on the back end. So I don't really want to incorporate this video stuff. But you've convinced me, guys. I get it. I'm talking about records. I'm talking about album artwork. I'm talking about music. I'm talking about stuff that is visually pleasing. An aesthetic that is that trumps every other aesthetic, in my opinion. The record. The vinyl. So, starting soon, I don't know when, I'm tampering and tinkering with stuff now, but starting soon, we will be on YouTube, and we will be recording our faces, mine and Ryan's, and all of my guests who have joined the show in the past, we will be doing so via video. That's a pretty big deal. Um, this, this decision kind of came after, uh, going out with a friend of mine and we discussed the podcast, uh, shout outs to Gil. Um, Gil's a great friend of mine in the DC. Um, and he actually lives right down the street from me. Um, and we went out for drinks one night and he was talking to me about, um, why I don't do video. And I was like, I don't really know why I don't do video. I mean, I, I know why, it's, like I said, it's simple. It's, it's one track. You know, the editing process is a bitch and I'm not an editor. I'm not a professional. <laughs> I'm not a professional engineer. I barely know what the fuck I'm doing with all of this software, but I get the job done. And sometimes it's very, very choppy. And I'm not saying you guys notice, but I notice when I listen to episodes how bad the editing is. Um, so, yeah, I, I decided after this conversation uh, over drinks, um, that I was going to uh, at least give it some honest consideration. Then I was featured on another show. I'll talk to you guys about that in a little bit. Um, the show is called Chasing Leviathan. Um, that episode will be airing soon, I'm sure. But this episode is with a uh, host, uh, PJ. I cannot remember his last name. It's like Warley or War Warhe or something like that. Um, but PJ, really good guy. Um, we chopped it up about uh, his podcast is about philosophy. Of course, I talk a lot about philosophy in my podcast and, and, and around, of course, music and how it, you know, and how it kind of mends the soul, kind of furthers whatever your philosophy is. It kind of inspires that. Right. Um, so we were chopping it up about music. And of course, when we were off air, we were talking about being on video. So I think, again, it's going to be something down the line. It will be maybe something I'm planning for mid-2022. Um, 
Yeah, mid-2022, because everything on my plate right now with the new job and the potential newer job, and <laughs> I'll tell you guys about that in a sec too, uh, the, pot the potential newer job and all of the great stuff that's going on in my life. Um, so shortly after, you know, everything kind of came crumbling down. Uh, I am, yeah, I'm just really busy. So I don't want to kind of incorporate something that I won't be able to kind of stick to. Um, yeah, so that update is a really big one. I know you guys will really enjoy um, the visual, um, seeing my dining room, my, my living room area, uh, the artwork that I have. And of course, being able to see the records that I'm talking about in every episode, in addition to listening to little samples that I add in, add into every episode as well. The, the next update, uh, I kind of mentioned it just now, uh, but I want to kind of go into some more detail. Um, Chasing Leviathan, I was honored to be a guest on that show. That episode has yet to air, but as soon as it does, do believe I'll be sharing it on my social. Um, it is going to be uh, a great episode. Me and PJ chopped it up about so much stuff. We got into the Nation of Islam somehow. We got into <laughs> we got into uh, the history uh, or what the Nation of Islam's um, history or what their philosophy is about the black man. Um, we got into uh, music, of course. We talked a lot about Miles Davis. We talked about MF Doom. We talked about rap. We talked about jazz. We talked about the feeling of music. We talked about nostalgia. We talked about it all. It was an amazing show. I can't wait for it to air. I'm actually excited to listen back to it. Um, and his show is recorded uh, with video. So you'll be able to see my ugly face and my uh, beautiful uh, freeform hair. Uh, <laughs> So you'll be able to uh, to actually put a face to name uh, if you haven't checked out the site or if you don't know what I look like or whatever. Um, so check that out. Be on the lookout for that. Again, I'll share that as soon as I um, as soon as I have information that the episode is live. I think my last update is around the craziness of life. I know that I took a break um, for mental reasons or mental whatever you want to call it, mental mental health reasons. I took a break for that um, about a month ago, and it's been a very helpful break. I felt a lot less of the worldly pressures, um, thanks in part to me being able to decide that I, I didn't need to do the podcast as much as routine um, as I was doing it. I have a lot of people to thank for that. Um, again, all the guys I thanked at the beginning of the, of the episode, kind of, you know, I talked to them off offline a lot and uh these guys all were very helpful with um you know make helping me make that decision of being like hey yeah take a break and like do it whenever you get around to it don't don't feel like you got to put yourself on a schedule where this is you're turning this into another job keep it interesting keep it as a hobby and you know and people will continue to uh to stay tuned and i hope I hope that is what will happen um, with this podcast. I know people are, again, very flighty, um, fickle, and, and short, short-brained where we have the minds of goldfish. Uh, so I know it's, uh, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, turn around and, you know, you're forgotten about that quick. So I don't want it to be one of those situations because the show is just getting started. We are, we've scratched the surface. We haven't even scratched the surface of the things that I want to talk about. There's so much I want to cover and recover. I want to I want to recover the Doom episode. I want to talk about, you know, some of my favorite lyrics by Doom, right? Uh, I want to recover the uh that that um 
uh, Well Nirvan episode. I want to recover that. Um, uh, the Rage Against the Machine episode I did with Jonathan. I want to recover that as well. Uh, so there are lots of lots of amazing things I want to recover. Uh, so stay tuned. Stay tuned. It's going to be awesome. Um, the schedule is going to remain kind of um, TBD, right? It's going to I'll come to you guys when I come to you guys. And, you know, if there's not an episode uploaded on Sunday, just, you know, just wait till the next Sunday. And if, you know, if by some weird chance I upload the show on a Wednesday and, and get it out to you guys on a Wednesday, enjoy the surprise. <laughs> um, My final update is around the job stuff um i had a really cool opportunity to interview with um with some really awesome folks i'm not going to disclose disclose anything because things are still being discussed so i just want to kind of um hip you guys to some good news before the good news happens i guess and uh just let you guys know to cross your fingers this is a an opportunity of a lifetime for me and um yeah, I think uh, I think I'm ready for it. You know, that's it for updates. <laughs> that is it, and that's kind of the show, really. Um, I didn't have much to talk about uh, except for this really cool story that I'll share with you guys. So my current nine to five, uh, I work a lot with dentists in the DC area, and there's this you know dentist they they meet all the time about all this. You know procedural stuff and of course with covid you know they, they're meeting about all this stuff all the time and um there was a gentleman who gave me a call a really old guy he was like 79 i think he was a retired dental dentist dentalist he was a, he was a retired dentist and he gave me a call and we were uh he ended up asking me some weird question about if i was native to dc and i you know told him i you know i, I obliged his question and told him my long story of kind of how I am a son of DC but I moved when I was a kid and then I moved back after you know undergrad and doing some social work and campaign work and stuff like that so I told him all that and somehow some way we got on to records and lo and behold this guy's a record collector it was really cool um old guy so I know he has some amazing stuff right uh but he shared this really cool story with me that I, I, I just couldn't help but kind of feel some type of way about. And I, I mentioned this at the top of the show, just how how music does kind of have that amazing balancing act of just kind of creating community without even knowing it, um, without even trying to create a community. So we're talking about uh, our vinyl collections and, and he talks, he, he says, you know, you want to know what got me into black music? I was like, I don't know why you asked me that question like that. Like, do you know about my podcast, sir? <laughs> you know, um, and, and I, th I think he was a white guy. Maybe he was a black guy. Maybe he was Hispanic. I don't know. But, you know, he sounded like a typical white guy, white old guy. And so he was like, you want to know what got me into black music? I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, what, what was it? And he said, 1959. And I was like, oh, I think I know where this story is going. 1959, that's kind of blue. That's that era. And he says, 1959, there's this album that's released. And he says, he, he talks just like this. He's like, there's this album that's released. And it's Time Out. And I'm like, oh, he went that way. And he was like, I heard this song in a jazz club. It was called Take Five. You may have heard of it, right? 
was like, of course I've heard of it. It's probably the most notable, noteworthy, the most hummable. <laughs> like everyone knows, like if you don't know this song, I'll, I'll play a quick bit for you. Um, probably 45 seconds or less. I want to make this known too, that this is under the Fair Use Act. I'm not using this song as a promotional or under any type of um, advertisement uh, under any circumstances at all. I'm only using this for educational purposes. Uh, so uh, without any further ado, if you don't know the song, you need to kick yourself in the ass. However, if you don't, I mean, I guess, you know, yeah, well, you shouldn't be listening to the podcast, I guess is what I meant. Not, I'm not going to kick you in the ass, but you shouldn't be listening to the show if you don't know this all too famous uh, jazz standard at this point and uh, take five. Love that song. Such a great song. Um, this is the Dave Brubeck Quartet. And of course, Dave Brubeck isn't black. Um, but this gentleman, after he explains this to me, he's like, and, and this made me realize that this music was, was the real deal. And I'm like, well, you know, apart from you not understanding black music, predating, you know, understanding this white guy, um, who put together some really awesome, amazing music. Um, shame on you, right? Like, how dare you? <laughs> but I'm glad that this was that moment in 1959. I don't want to ask what else you did, sir, but, you know, <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> I don't want to don't want to ask what else you believed in 1958 and 1957 and, and so on and so forth. However, I'm glad you came around. Um, and this moment was the moment where I thought I was like, man, like, music is powerful bro like it's super powerful um now of course this song is like i said eons i think when most people think if you say the word jazz right really quickly and you say tell me the first thing that pops in your head when you say that that word um for a lot of people it's like half and half for a lot of people the first song they're gonna think about or the first artist they're gonna think about is probably louis louis armstrong right and then the second or the next thing, the the second group, they're going to think about this song, Take Five. I think those are two of the most important, or most, not important, they're probably the two most notable things in jazz music. Uh, Take Five, again, being a, kind of an all-time classic standard. Um, and, of course, Louis Armstrong being one of the pioneers of uh, black music. So I, I don't fault, um, I don't fault that, I don't fault the guy at all. I actually, I really enjoyed the story. Um, it made me feel uh, kind of warm inside, right? Like I felt a little bit of this, like, here's this old ass dude who, you know, I, I, I would imagine, you know, at his age, like, you know, all the stuff he's, you know, had to, you know, uh, witness and bear witness to or whatever. Um, 
sharing this moment with little old me and he probably doesn't understand that like even though i'm you know 40 50 years his senior uh or 40 years <laughs> i still think i'm 25 sometimes uh 40 years his senior like yeah like i get it i i fucking get the i fucking get the feeling he had because i felt that way when i heard love supreme for the first time i felt that way when i heard kind of blue for the first time it's beautiful stuff, man. I'm honored to be able to talk about this stuff in a way that, you know, that I'm able to to write it up and, and talk about it in my way, from my perspective. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just thought I'd share that story because it, it was really, it was really cool when that happened recently. I'm going to have, um, I want to have all of my prior guests, collectors and musicians alike um, but mostly collectors, of course. I want to have some of them back on because I've missed the mark on asking a very important question. And that is, what is your favorite jazz standard of all time? And I'm asking that to you guys out there right now. Um, what is that song, that jazz standard that just blows you away every time you hear it? For the gentleman that I talked to, the dentist, the retired dentist, let's take five. That's not a bad choice at all. In fact, it's up there for me. What is it for you? What is your favorite jazz standard of all time? I want these emails, man. I want you to email me at the record spinner podcast at gmail.com. Let me know what is your favorite jazz standard of all time. Now I'll let you know mine in the next episode, of course. <laughs> uh, you can reach me again at the record spinner podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow me on IG and Twitter. Uh, Twitter is more for the conspiracy theories and stuff, so be warned. Um, but you can follow me on both at Rebirth of the Cool. And I believe that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so our podcast is now on Amazon. They bought me out. I'm kidding. They didn't buy me out. They offered me to, you know, they offered to feature my podcast on Amazon. So it was pretty cool. Um, so, so we're on Amazon now on Audible. You can check it out there. Um, so do yourself a favor and go listen to it on Amazon. If you don't listen to it on the website. Anyway, peace guys. Take it easy.